Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Ask Ellie Intuitive Insights and Your Questions Answered. So I'm so excited to be here today, uh, the middle of May already. Today is May 11th, and we're going to talk a little bit about astrological happenings today. We're going to talk about consciousness. We're going to talk about my favorite topic, which is manifesting. And then I'm going to answer questions, only I'm going to begin with answering the questions first today. So if you want to submit questions ahead of time, then that's easy. You just email me at elliemolina.com or you get yourself a headache, a headache, a headset <laughs> and you call in here or you type in on the live call. So good morning. I'd like to welcome everyone who's here in the live studio. Good morning. Good morning. And thank you for being here. I'm so excited to have you. And I look forward to today's episode and sharing all of the amazing things that are coming up for us. So First of all, I'm going to begin with talking a little bit about astrology. So what's happening for the week ahead of us directly only, we're going to talk a little bit about what happened yesterday. So yesterday, for all of you astrology fans, Jupiter entered Aries. And Jupiter has not been in Aries since 2010. Uh, it was in Aries from June 2010 to June 2011. Now, we know that Aries is a very optimistic, energetic fire sign, and it's excellent for self-starters and entrepreneurs. It's going to remain in Jupiter until October 28th, and it's going to do a little bit of a transit over there, but it will transit into Pisces uh, later in December of um, December of 2022, then it will come back to Aries to complete its reign during this sign in until May 16th, 2023. So basically you got nothing to worry about. You want to continue to know that Jupiter in Aries will be with you with a little bit of backward motion, but still this fiery sign is with us. So depending on where it is located in your astrological chart, which house it falls in and which other planets it conjuncts or squares or trines, that will de really determine where your energy is going to go. But for the most part, if you just focus on the fact that it's in a particular house, that alone will set you up for success during this year. Just know that Jupiter will catapult any and all of your desires and uh, give you that special good luck charm in your back pocket. And then everything this week remains quiet until, until, May 15th, where we have a full moon total lunar eclipse in Scorpio. So this is going to be really interesting. It's a time, it's got some real mixed energies going on. So I always invite people to focus on the positive aspects of what's happening rather than on the negative. So this is going to be at a fine angle to the sun, so financially, it's great for growing negotiations and supporting any and all artistic expressions. So you want to use this time really to um, 
I'm just, you know, look at your finances during this period is really a very smart thing to do and remove the things that are not um, necessary. Kind of like trim the fat on this particular day. So, you know, if I can give you any you know, logical advice, go through, go through your subscriptions, find out what you've subscribed to, you know, many people have subscriptions and because of the fact of their money consciousness, they're afraid to look at their credit card statements or their bank statements. So they've got these subscriptions going on and they don't even realize it because they don't open up their credit card statements enough to look at because they're such a money fear. And Money fear is a whole other conversation. And, you know, if possible, maybe I'll get to it today in terms of the money archetypes, or I'll save it for a later conversation, depending on our time today. So with that being said, just know, take the time on Sunday to go through your finances if you're not the kind of person who does that on a regular basis. Trim your fat. Look where you're spending, cut back if it's not necessary, and just rein in and grab control over your finances. Great day to do that. And then on the 17th, this is where Mars is going to conjunct Neptune. And these two planets are going to bring out a lot of charm and charisma. And it also sets the stage for love if you're looking for love. So this would be a right to, again, here's the focus is also on money. So if you want to be talking about money and contracts and you want to get down to, um, being in the third dimension realistic as opposed to looking at imagination and dreaming, this would be a great day to, again, get your finances in order. Now, remember we started a Mercury retrograde and um, yeah, we started the Mercury retrograde. So we want to be greater than the Mercury retrograde. That is my firm belief. You know, whatever we buy into and believe becomes a conviction and then it becomes our reality. So for this Mercury retrograde, I'm just going to put out there, let Jupiter be stronger than Mercury. So set yourself up so that you don't go into that space of blaming the Mercury retrograde for things that are not working. Because, you know, honestly, things always break down no matter what. And so if we don't put our focus on it and we look away from it, not that we want to ignore it, but just not give it, not give it too much importance, not really overrate this retrograde. Let's keep it on the low down and kind of pretend that it doesn't exist. Okay. And so good morning, good morning, good morning to everybody who's entered the live studio. Some of you have to get up super early. I, I get it. Thank you for being here. Okay. I've got some questions that have come in and I'm about to go answer them right now. Okay. The first question was submitted um, anonymously, as all of them are, and it is, good morning. I'm not quite sure how to be in a relationship with my granddaughter. Um, my daughter, in my opinion, is being treated horribly by both um, her ex-husband and her daughter. It breaks my heart for my granddaughter. And what is going on over there? Um, okay, so I uh, just want to just um, 
Okay, I I'm going to admit some of this because it's a little personal here. I, I pray for my daughter and my granddaughter every single day. Okay, so let's go back to the first question. I'm not sure how to be in a relationship with my granddaughter and perhaps even my daughter. All right, so let's start there. What can I do to be in relationship? And this is a wonderful question because I bet you all of us have this question somewhere in our lives. What does it take or how can we be in relationship with people um, sometimes that are thorny or that create uh, problems for us or where we're uncomfortable or who knows what's in this in the space of this energy? So the first thing that I'm going to ask you to do is to like take a look at, let's call it the what's so like, and this is where we remove the story. So let's take away the what's so. All right. So if we look at this relationship and I don't have all the details, uh, and even if I did, I wouldn't be able to share them with everybody listening, but let's take the details. Um, I'm not sure how to be in a relationship with my granddaughter and my heart is breaking for them. Okay. So the details are, that there is uh, an uncertainty about the type of relationship. That's what so what so is also that this is a grandmother granddaughter relationship. And what else is so is that I, this is also a teenager. So I wanted to insert that too. All right, that's what's so. Now here's the good news and the bad news. If you want to look at it like that, everything else that is going on around this relationship is made up and it's a story. And the moment that we create a story and a perspective, the way of looking at something in life, guess what happens? It is reflected back to us. There's the old hermetic saying, and I do believe it's in the Bible, as above, so below, as within, so without. What that means is that whatever it is that we're thinking, whatever our perspective is, whatever our feelings and emotions are in our body, this is directly reflected back to us in the universe as experience. And it also starts to work on what is known as the reticular activating system. So you're going to see evidence of this belief that you have. So let's take this and just make up a scenario. Okay, here's grandma and grandma does not know how to be in a relationship with her granddaughter. So they're right there in order to say, well, they don't know how to be in a relationship that's not true because they have you grandma knows how to be in relationships so that's um not true it's a perspective so let's look at what kind of relationship does grandma want to have with granddaughter now that would be the place to start what does the what do you want so what do you want to be in this relationship? What do you want the relationship to look like? So that's your first starting point. Like, I want to have a really great relationship with my granddaughter. I want to have communication. I want to have open communication. Now, if that's the case, then there are a few things that have to happen. Grandma has to be open. Now, I'm not saying that grandma's not open. I don't, I'm not going to say any of that. But for the granddaughter to be open and reciprocate and be open, then the room for judgment can no longer exist 
the room for unmet expectations can no longer exist. So by removing the judgment and the expectations and allowing the granddaughter to show up or to be exactly who that person is without expectations, she is who she is and she is who she isn't. And by giving her that space and that right to be who she is, then the relationship can be created because all relationships are created. So we start with the perspective of what it is that we want to have. And then from that perspective, we go out and we create. So if you want to have a relationship with granddaughter, then the question becomes, what would it take to have a really great relationship with my granddaughter? And then, of course, you can continue to pray. But if you ask, what would it take to have a really great relationship? Well, what would that take? What would that look like? More communication? If that's the case, well, grandma reaches out and says, hey, how's it going? What's up? And then there's an open-ended response. No multiple, no multiple choice questions. Did you do this? Yes or no? Did, or yes, no questions. So the questions need to be, how's it going? And what's going on in your life? That creates the space for communication. And then you allow the granddaughter to show up as who she is and who she's not. So if she's hanging around with people that you may not approve of, that is not for you to judge. You know, there's a way of guiding without judging. But if you do want to have that open communication, you must allow her to be who she is and who she isn't. You've got to give her that space. Then the relationship can get created. And so I do intend that that has helped in some ways. And, you know, you get back to me and let me know if that has helped. Um, but just allow her to be who she is without judging her without telling her what to do. And then again, the greatest thing is not to ask um, either multiple choice questions or yes, no, leave them open-ended. What, you know, and then ask yourself, what will it take to have a great relationship with her? And then visualize that for yourself. And we're going to talk about what that looks like to start visualizing things for ourselves to make them manifest. Okay. I want to welcome everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Question number two is here for today. And okay, after years of going along with family routine, I finally started to stand up for myself with certain family members. However, my actions seem to be causing a rift with the other family members as a result. Now what? Okay, kind of similar. All right, so let's start going back to the drawing board. Um, and thank you, Anonymous, for asking this question. It's great. It's the same topic. All right. So first of all, Anonymous, decide what it is that you want. So I'm going to decide for you. Let's say that you um, are standing up for yourself. So that begins with I am empowered. So now you want to change the perspective um, you're not standing up for yourself because you're no longer going to be allowed, you're no longer in the position of being knocked down, okay, because it is perspective. So remember those clown or those blow up things that, that kids would punch and then they would fall back down and then they'd come back up. Remember those things? Okay. Um, when we stand up for ourselves in, remember, everything is created in thought and language. So 
If you are standing up for yourself, that means that at some point in your life, or even now, and which you're about to change if you're listening to this podcast, wink, wink, you are going to stop being the blow up, push up, push doll or whatever that blow up thing is. I'm sure you've seen it where people punch it and then it goes down and then it comes right back up. So that is no longer you. You have given that up and you give that up. It is a perspective. And as of today, your new affirmation when you wake up in the morning, I suggest, is that I am empowered. And if you're empowered, you can get rid of that blow up doll so that you're no longer this um, punching bag that people can punch around or move around because that doesn't exist in your reality. You stand firmly on your ground. You trust your intuition. You know what your business is. You have a vision for your business. You know what that's going to look like. And no one is going to um, knock you around in any sort of way because you're not a victim. So therefore, um, now, again, let's get to the second part. The actions seem to be, that's the key here in the language, seem to be. This is perspective of reality. So it's causing a rift with other family members as a result. All right. So this may be true because they're reacting and responding to you. Okay. So now what you're going to, I mean, I don't want to give you advice, but you asked, so I'm going to give you advice. <laughs> So what you do is you stand your ground and you stand firmly. You decide what it is that you want and you remove your ego. And so now once you remove your ego from this, and what I mean by the ego is that there's this righteous, like if you have righteousness, I know how to do this. No one can tell me what to do. All right, you remove all of that and you stand in the position of empowered an empowered business owner who knows what she's doing, who's confident and who trusts her intuition. Now, because of the history of this particular questionnaire, uh, questioner, because of this history, it's going to take a reframing. So what that would mean is you want to change your perspective and your language about how it looks and how everyone sees this. So I am empowered. I'm a successful business owner and I know my business. So they can suggest things to you. And then your response to them is after you allow, because there's probably going to be some triggers still because of the dynamics of this. So they can suggest to you something. And then after you allow this to go through your body, so it's going to, you know, it's going to trigger some old emotions um, where, you know, Maybe, you know, the hair will stand up at the back of your neck or something like that, you know, or you're going to feel yourself tight and intense because there'll be anger and this feeling of righteousness at that moment. You're going to remember that you are not to react. You will respond later. So really great vocabulary to that is, hmm. I got it. I got your communication. I understand what you're saying. Let me think about it. And then you can take that energy and explode it somewhere else, okay? Or look at, okay, well, I'm gonna evaluate what they said, and then I'm going to go do what, what I know is best for the business because I see, I have the evidence that since I've taken over the business and I started running it this way, 
um, from a higher point of consciousness, I see that we're more successful. So I have evidence. And then you can start to go back and look at the other family members and create an affirmation, which is I now have a wonderful relationship with them. Now, remember, sometimes we don't have wonderful relationships with everybody and we don't need to, but we can work on diffusing the energy so that we get to a space of neutral on that. And that will take practice. It will also take perhaps an energy clearing that you can do yourself or you can, you know, find someone who can help you do the energy clearing if that's the case. However, the biggest thing is to remove that energy, get to the space of neutral, and then change and shift your perspective. Like, this is a great business. I, it's, it's, you know, I get along with everyone. And um, again, this is a very loaded question because of the dynamics in here, and it will take a little bit longer to um, answer. However, if you do just check now on being empowered, that alone will help you standing and not being the punching bag at all in any sort of scenario over here and that you change the perspective that you know what they're what you're doing and that um you give them space to say what they want but that doesn't mean that you're going to have that doesn't mean that you take their advice you just give them space to voice their opinions and then you get their communication thank you for communicating i just want to share with you um, looking quickly, if you continue doing what you're doing and working from the perspective of higher consciousness, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes, this business, your business is really, really increasing by leaps and bounds. And I'm also getting that this person that has been giving you kind of grief, you know, that person, um, he's going to be leaving. He's going to go. He's going to do his final hurrah, and then he's going to go. And um, what that will look like will be determined, but the, his energy is going to go away, so he will no longer be in your space um, creating tension, and it's just really wonderful. And he's going to take her with him. So that's good news, all right? So just hold that. You know, they're going to go. It doesn't mean that they're leaving your life or anything. They're just going to leave this business in such a way that it is for the highest good of all. Okay, awesome. Um, also, I just want to put this out there. This month, I am currently offering 20% off. If you go to my website and you do look, um, you can we can talk about this in detail for an hour and get some more deeper strategies on exactly what it is that you need to be doing. Um, and what it is that you can be saying and where your focus can go in order to have the transition be easy, effortless, and totally, totally smooth. Like I said, they're going to be leaving. So just know that, um, that their leaving will be really fabulous for you. Okay. Um, next question. If anybody has any questions right now, this is a great time to either type them into the... Uh, yeah, type them right into the into the chat box. Let me just check over here and catch some of the older questions that were that were there. Okay, anybody have any questions or comments? Um, we are live over here, so please go ahead and ask. All right. Um, okay. Anybody? 
this is the <laughs> this is the beauty of the live call. All right. Um, we have one more question that showed up over here, and this is a question of moving. Okay. All right. Dear Ellie, I have recently relocated to a new area where I know no one. This is going to be a huge change for me. And I'm excited and fearful at the same time. Okay, thank you for that question. All right, let's go take a look. So this is a wonderful time to be moving uh, for you is what I'm getting over here. This is going to help you um, CM with your finances. Okay, so this move has been is very beneficial to your finances. You're going to start to feel the difference in your finances at the end of the month already. And then going into, oh goodness, going, yeah, this is great. So going into June, your new home looks wonderful. So I'm seeing there's going to be some gardening going on. There's going to be, you know, obviously beautification. So this looks really wonderful. And you do have divine protection on this move. This move is wonderful. And again, um, not sure on your uh, status over here, but I do see what I mean by status is uh, marital status. I do see that um, you and your partner are going to be extremely happy in this move. Absolutely happy. And so it was a really, really wonderful thing that you have moved. And I'm going to suggest that you stay out of conversations about asking yourself whether or not this was the right thing to do. So stay out of that conversation and continue to go to the conversation of creating the new and beautiful, which is what I am seeing. All right. You want to really, really want to stay out of the old and the past, all right, because the past is dead um, and the past has no hold over us if we let it remain in the past. So I want to share a couple of things. And I, that's about it for the questions, unless anybody else has something over here. So I want to talk about a couple of things that, um, okay, just recently, I was having a conversation with a dear friend who is also a wonderful healer. And this woman knows how to transmute energy. Unbelievable. You know, there are, so there are healers and then there are healers, just like there are psychics and then there are psychics and there are piano, you know, pianists and then pianists. Anyway, bottom line is this is an amazing, she's an amazing healer. And I was having a conversation with her the other day and her words were very simple. And she told me to tell someone that I know to stay out of the past. Cause when we stay out of the past in our conversations, we don't bring them with us. So we know from, we know from teachings, we know from psychology, we know from, from all kinds of work that has been done through spiritual, spiritual work that whenever we bring about the past, when we talk about the past, we bring the past 
into the present. And when we bring the past into the present, we then bring that into our future because the, the future is created from the present moment. Okay, that's where the future is created. So I'm going to give you a great story that was told to me many, many years ago. And this just shows you um, how we bring the past into our present. So the story is as follows. Um, and I will tell you where I heard it. I heard it the first time I ever heard this story was at a, a landmark introduction uh, introduction seminar. Uh, many years ago. And here you are, you're sitting in, you're sitting in your office. Okay. Imagine yourself sitting in your office and in your top desk drawer are two tickets to go to your dream destination. So now you're looking at these airline tickets. It's an all expense paid vacation. It was gifted to you and your partner, and you've got two tickets to go. Now, remember you're in your office. Now the, the date on the trip is two weeks out. So in two weeks, you're going to be lying on the beach, sipping your margaritas or cocktail of choice. And the sun will be shining and you'll be wearing your new bathing suit and you're going to be looking at your partner and you're going to be in love and it's going to be beautiful. And you are thinking about this and you're in your office and you are super excited. And it doesn't matter that the boss comes in and says all of these things to you or gives you all this work because you know that in two weeks, you're going to be lying on that beach in your dream vacation, all expenses paid. All right. So let's go fast forward. Now it's two weeks and it is the last day of your beautiful vacation. And here you are sitting on the beach, having your cocktail, watching the waves come in. And all of a sudden you bring your past, you bring your office back to your present. So as you're sitting there, you're not seeing the beach. You're not seeing your partner. You're not seeing the beauty of the moment that has been created. What you're seeing is the dread of having to commute, perhaps having to go back to the office, all the work that is waiting for you. And you know what happens to your body? Your body takes on anxiety and who knows what else your body is going to start to go through. However, you are so not present. You're not in the moment. And then by the time you get to the office, when you walk into the office that day, you're going to have the experiences that you created on the beach when you were thinking about going into that space with dread and remorse. And why do I have to go back there? And why is it whatever it is that you're saying to yourself? So you're going to get back there and you get to the office and then you're going to have all those experiences that you brought back from your past because you took them with you and here you are. And while you were at this beautiful place on the beach where your mind could have thought about anything and created anything new, you chose to bring your past with you. And so that's what we do. We start looking at our past and we're bringing it with us into the present. And then in three months from now, we're wondering why nothing has changed. And the nothing has changed because we're constantly 
repeating and self-talking the old stuff. So today, before we close, I want to give you some tips on what you can do to change up your life and, and really have these changes be solid. You may want to even grab a notebook and write this down. And then be the reason why I'm suggesting you write this down is because if you practice this, then you can actually look back a month from today on June 11th and have evidence that by doing this work that I'm about to share with you, by doing this work, you have evidence that it works and that you have the power to control and change your life if you are willing to change your thoughts and the way that you um, react and respond to environments in the world. So very simple. You, there's the recognition that we are all multidimensional beings. And that means that we vibe, you know, we're here on many dimensions. What we see ourselves physically is in the third dimension. But we're visible and we're also invisible. And this happens at the same, at the exact same time. So when we say we're here, there, and everywhere, that is true because our consciousness is here, it's there, it's everywhere. We are multidimensional. And so when we think about this, everything that we want to have for ourselves and our lives is really in an invisible invisible area okay like if you want to have a better relationship with someone or you want to bring in a partner you want to make more money you want to go on a vacation all of these things all of these things are in the invisible realm and the idea is that this is where we cannot access this realm through physical dimensions. We just can't. So we can access this though through our consciousness and our conscious awareness. So what does it take to access this conscious awareness? Well, it's a couple of parts. First, it's um, visualizing. First, it's visualizing um, what it is that we want. And um, I do have, I'm sorry, I just got an interruption. That's what happens when it's live. I'll come back to that question, Josie, in a second, okay? Um, so first you want to have this consciousness, okay? So you want this visualization. So the first step is to visualize what it is that you want. You see it in your mind. If you have difficulty visualizing things, you may want to get pictures out of magazines or the internet or something. You do want to have that visualization. Very, very very, very important. Then you set your mind to the reticular activating system. This is where you start to look for evidence. Then you start to look for things that say, oh, you want a new car. So you start looking for that. You start seeing it in, in the physical dimension. So visualization is extremely important. And then you have to watch your frequency because the thing is that your frequency, your emotions are very powerful. They are more powerful than your words. So if you can align your words and your thoughts with your emotions, that is the key. The emotions are key. So you want to raise your emotions. Like if you're saying, oh, I'm going to be a multimillionaire and you're sitting there with this like depleted energy, 
you're not in alignment with that frequency. So that is where you want to begin to work. What would it take to align yourself to the frequency of the wish that you wish to have fulfilled? And that is visualizing it, seeing yourself in the end, believing it as if it were here now. And then what happens is that the subconscious will start to work, the reticular activating system, the subconscious will then begin to work to bring that into your life. But you've got to align yourself vibrationally with this. You know, we say it a hundred times over and over and over again, but it's back to that the old thoughts create things, but the thoughts that we think are connected to the emotions in our body and vice versa. And you can change the emotions in your body immediately by actually physically changing your state. So if you're feeling sad and you're feeling down, get up and move, get up and play music, get up and sing. You cannot, once you get out of your, once you get your body involved like that and you change your state in terms of like, maybe you sing a song, you start dancing, you start moving your body in different ways. That sadness, that depleted energy leaves the body. And that is the antidote to it. It's not sitting on the couch longer waiting for it to go away. Um, okay. All right. If anybody has any questions, this is the perfect time, but I'm going to say to you, put something out there, put something <laughs> sitting around a table. All right. I'm going to get to that. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. Take something right now that you really wish to have happen. Make it believable at this moment in time. Cause we only have, we're going to do this for a month. Okay. So take something that you wish to have happen and give yourself a month's time and then spend a few minutes every single day best time to do this is in the morning when the, the mind is in that nice deep alpha state or in the evening or even when you're daydreaming you know sitting around your table and you can daydream but visualize what it is that you want and then have your emotions match it as if it already happened imagine that it already happened and then you say thank you god that you heard me. Thank you for having my wish come true. And you live in that space and then you let it go. And each time you catch yourself not in that vibration or not in that space of believing in the invisible, bring yourself back to that. That is key. Keep yourself and your self-talk in the present moment going into the future. Remove the past from your, from your talk. Seriously, give it a try. Remove it. Remove it because there's nothing that you're going to do about that right now. Only there's so much that you can do going forward from this moment on. And then you'll have your results. You'll have your um, evidence in a couple of weeks, maybe even in a couple of days. All right. So um, yeah, real quick question. Say we're sitting, your listeners listening now. Can you feel us? Can you read us? Um, yeah, depends. Um, I'm going to say, yes, I can. And it just depends on if I'm tuning into you right now. So um, okay. Let's see. Mike Hine wants to call in. Let's, in, let's have, well, they went away. All right. So I was going to say, well, let's have somebody call in if that is the case. Um, okay. Let's say, for example, you are sitting here and you want to have your energy read. Well, I'm going to tell you the best thing to do right now is when we get off this call 
is to get your body moving and whatever that looks like for you. Okay, Josie, whatever that looks like, really go do something and get your body moving Um, because you do want and change your thoughts. All right. Like really just go change your thoughts because you're kind of on the threshold right now of um, you're on a threshold of uh, how do I put this on the threshold of going internal and feeling sad or going external and um, really making a difference in going to be happy. So I want you to take your focus off of you and what you think you can't do and then go change up your energy right now and um, perhaps even play some music. And what I'm seeing is that you're going to, someone's going to call you who's very, very close to you very close to you. She's going to give you some good news. So that is what I'm seeing. All right. I am seeing, and I'm going to tell you, I think it's your daughter. Uh, your daughter is going to reach out to you at some point within the next three hours. She's going to give you some good news. So go change up your energy so that you're not sitting around feeling sad and waiting. Okay. She's got good news for you. All right. Um, okay. Anybody else have any questions? right now well before i close up for today and thank you all for being here i do want to share with you got some amazing guests coming up this week um on may 18th next week gail hyson is with us she's a shaman and she's going to have some incredible tales to tell uh, they're true stories okay and then Um, On the 25th, we have Mary Greer, who is going to talk to us about tarot, 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 and we're going to be discussing Madame Lenormand, who is my favorite, favorite fortune teller of, of history. And then after we talk about Madame Lenormand on May 25th and, and we do some, she was the uh, historical stuff because she was the fortune teller of um, Josephine, you know, Napoleon's wife. And she read for Robespierre and she was um, imprisoned and she was very, very uh, prominent during that era in time. She was absolutely fascinating. And so we're going to talk about Madame Lenormand because Mary Greer is an expert as historian in tarot, tarot. And then on June 1st, we're going to, we're going to listen to David Oaks and he's going to talk about reverse speech. So all of these exciting things are happening. I got a great lineup and um, that is why I'm so grateful. And thank you for everybody who's been on the podcast for, you know, like almost two years with me. And, you know, I just love you all so much. So I just, from the bottom of my heart, go make magic, everybody. Go create your reality. Get out of that past. It's old. It's dead. Who needs it? Let's go do some basil again. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, really go read some of my blogs. Okay. I teach you how to use basil to bring in money and magic and go use your fire meditations, use your tools and create the life that you want. All right. I love you all. I'll see you all soon next week with, um, with Gail. She's awesome. I can't wait to share all about it. She's got some, she's got Mongolian shamans coming to her house right now. And she's going to be sharing all of that. (laughs) It's going to be great. All right. Much love, many blessings to all of you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.